Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so happy that you are here. Blow you stay low. together and you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me (laughs) but thank you so much for spending some time with me today i hope that you're able to take something from today's episode as always black girl creative is sponsored by black girl creative collective yay it's a group of phenomenal women coming together supporting each other really encouraging each other we also have an event coming up on the 20th it's free i'll put the information in the description it's called reclaim and recover your dreams It's really about getting to the heart of the dreams that God gave you, getting to the heart of the dreams that you dreamt as a little kid, things that you thought maybe wasn't good enough, maybe you thought you weren't good enough. Whatever it is, we're going to reclaim it. We're going to recover it, okay? We're going to work through these things to really get back to the heart of what makes us happy, okay? Yay! So again, thank you so much for being here. As always, I want to shout you guys out for being so supportive, for being so kind, for just being amazing, okay? So I'm actually going to do something different. I'm going to read an email that someone sent me for the podcast. So yay. So if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for my free newsletter that I send out every week to encourage and inspire Black girl creatives just like you. Again, it's free. And um, this letter actually was a response to an email that I sent out. And I'm not going to share the person's name, um, but I really, this really hit me to my core. It really resonated with me. It really, oh, I was like, yes, like I... I totally get this. I totally understand everything that you're saying. So um, this person I'll call A.N., she writes, Hi, Alicia. I am a dreamer, a creative being at heart. I am out of practice. The responsibility of mom and wife have consumed me in all the wonderful ways that it naturally does. I have lost my way in it all. Please forgive my rambling. First of all, you're not rambling. It's totally okay. But I want to write. I want to own a business. I want to be a link in the community that connects and motivates and inspires. I know that I have a fear of failure. I used to be fearless. I can picture the future for I can picture the future from I can picture the future me, excuse me, but I don't know how to get to her. When I want to think of her, I have two little girls that I adore looking to me for guidance and support, or my loving husband looking for validation, respect, and an occasional stroke for his ego. I so desperately want the freedom to create. I want to create with my girls. I need the capacity to write and to start a business. I need to come out of my comfort zone. But I do begin a consistently I do begin to consistently move in the direction of freedom without allowing my inner critic to smother me and discourage me along the way. My dream is to tap into my creative reserves and let what the good Lord put in me flow freely and unapologetically. Okay, so first of all, this this letter makes you want to cry. Um I think thank you thank you so much for sharing that, first of all. Um and Yes. Like, yes, I totally understand you. I totally feel you. I don't have children. Um, but I definitely, what you're, what you're talking about is, is consistent. Like this seems to be a consistent theme for a lot of women where it's like, yes, I'm balancing the beauty of having this wonderful family. But on the other hand, it's like, 
still trying to find myself as well, not lose myself in that. Um, because, you know, I was talking to one of my friends, Brittany, shout out to Brittany Turner. Um, I'll, I'll send her information in, in the description because I feel like she's a great resource for mothers. Um, she's a black mother of three daughters and she's starting her own business as well. And it's really taking off. It's really impactful. And so I'll share that information with you. Um, but she, she and I were talking and we were talking about like, you know, my future kids, if, if and when God allows us to have kids. And one thing that she said about her kids that really struck me is that your kids will change you, right? Your kids will change you, but it's a beautiful change. It's a beautiful, it's like a beautiful place for you to evolve and to become the woman that you're supposed to be for your husband, but also for your kids. Um, so it's, it's like this beautiful balance, right? But at the same time, you do have dreams and you do have goals and you do have, uh, what is it? You do have hopes and things that you want to accomplish and, and the gifts and the talents that God gave you. And I really feel like women should always make time for the things that God gave them to bring them joy. Because I've talked about this before. The dreams that you have don't die. They turn into a cancer. They eat away at you. They, you know, they, they make you feel small. They remind you, hey, I'm here. And if you don't allow them space to grow and to flourish, they will attack you. Like that, that's what happens with our dreams. And so I, I implore you to join the Black Girl Creative Collective. It's a free community. Um, and again, to come to the event that we're going to have on February 20th at 12 p.m. If you can't make it, if that's fine. I'll, I'll provide a replay. It'll be great. But this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I feel motivated to do what I'm doing because like, there's nothing wrong with like, you're not going to lose your dreams. You're not going to lose your talents. You're not going to lose your goals. Your passion for writing has been there since you were born. You know what I'm saying? Like your passion for writing will be there even after your kids are grown. And I feel like sometimes we feel like as women, we have to do it all right now. And maybe right now in your season, you need to be more present with your family. You know what I mean? And, and that's okay. That doesn't make you a failure. That doesn't mean that you're losing yourself. It means that you are multifaceted and you have multiple things to juggle. Um, but yes, yeah, so thank you so much for sharing this letter. If you all resonate with this, send me an email. Let me, and I will send your words of encouragement to AN um, because I really... I don't have kids, but I, I definitely understand that feeling and where that comes from. I hope what I'm saying makes sense. And I hope that you, A.N., um, more than anything, feel inspired and encouraged by what I'm saying. And hopefully you feel like you can be vulnerable enough or safe enough to come either respond to the email or um, come to the collective and spend some time with some women who get it, who get it, from all walks of life who get it. So, yes. And this letter is inspiring to me. So even in your vulnerability, first of all, thank you for being vulnerable. You are encouraging me because I feel like how you feel. I felt like how you felt. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, the time is running. It's going. Like, you know, I'm losing my practice. I haven't, you know, sung a song really, like made music in months. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, I need, I need more practice, right? But the thing we have to remember is that your, your inspiration will come. You will be inspired again. And maybe you'll be inspired about your children, about your family, or about the place that you're in right now with your creativity, like the frustration of, you know, and, and beauty and joy and the complicated situation of having a family that you love, but also having a dream that you feel like you're neglecting. You can write about things like that. You know what I mean? Like you can use a situation to be the fire for your passion, be the fire for your goals. So I hope that was helpful. Um, and I kind of want to get into today's episode, but I just feel, I just feel like, I feel stuck here. Like, I feel really moved by what you wrote. The thing about your creative reserves is that they will always be there. You know, even, even the Bible says, like, God gives gifts. He doesn't take them away. He doesn't take them away, right? And he makes grace. He makes space for us because he knows we're only human, sis. We're only human. We can't do everything at the same time. And life comes in seasons. And that's totally 
okay. And it kind of goes along with what I want to talk about today. And I'll keep today's episode kind of short and brief, um, just so that you guys can chew on um, what was said in the letter and so that you can chew on what I'm saying today in today's episode. So today I want to talk about simplifying to amplify, right? Simplifying to amplify. We all feel like we don't have enough time. We all feel like you know, I have 50 million ideas and I only have 24 hours in the day. And really eight of those hours I'm sleeping, eight more of those hours I might be working or being in school. And then like, you know, I'm raising kids or I'm taking care of my home or I'm traveling or I'm taking care of parents or whatever it is, right? We all have responsibilities. And sometimes those responsibilities seem like they're taking up the time that we would use for creativity, right? And so I want to ask you all to do less so that you're able to do more, do less so that you're able to do more. So at the beginning of the year, I talked about how this year, one of my goals is to do less, just to do less this year, like, cause Alicia be doing too much. Okay. <laughs> then I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxious. I feel like a failure. I feel like I don't have enough time. I feel like my gifts are like trash, like, because I'm trying to do too much at the same time, you know? And I want to talk about pruning, right? So if anybody, you know, works in like horticulture or like you're a gardener, or maybe you just have plants in your house, you know, that sometimes you have to prune your plant in order for it to grow more full and to bloom fully, right? And so pruning is basically when you take, you know, a piece of plant, like basically cut a piece of plant off or like a limb or I don't know, like a bud off of a plant in hopes that the plant would grow either more buds or more branches in better health. So, you know, some people will see someone cutting off a bud and be like, that thing had so much potential, right? And they don't know why people cut it off. It's because the more limbs or buds that a plant has or or leaves or whatever it is, the more energy it takes to sustain those those blooms or those branches. And so what happens is, you know, even trees do this in the fall. Like naturally, they prune themselves. In the fall, they le- their leaves fall off and it's beautiful for us. But really the trees are leading, leaving their leaves or letting go of their leaves because in the wintertime, it's colder, it's drier, and there's less sun. And so the tree doesn't have enough energy. They, they know that in the, in the, in the wintertime, they're not going to have as much energy as they had in the summertime to sustain those blooms, those flowers, and those leaves, right? That's why they go away. In the same way, we have to do the same thing for ourselves. We have to cut off things that are just kind of, they're not necessarily like bad for us, but they're not the best thing for us. So in last, in yesterday's episode, I talked about how I'm dropping out of school again, haha, like again, right? And I realized that was something I needed to prune away from me. I needed to cut that thing off because while it was a good option, it was really taking all of my energy away from what I really wanted to create. It was taking all of my energy away from the art I wanted to make, the communities I wanted to build, the lives I wanted to impact. And honestly, it just wasn't a good fit for right now. And that's the thing, right? Like we cut off the blooms and we think like, oh no, we're hurting our plants. We're hurting them. Like they're gonna, they're suffering and they'll never bloom anything pretty ever again, right? And then what happens? That tree comes back even stronger. Those blooms come back even stronger because they have more concentrated energy on the parts that you left behind. And so my question to you is, are you doing too much? (laughs) Are you doing too much? Do you feel like a failure? Do you feel like you're not able to really dedicate time to the things that really matter right now in this season of life? Because again, you can prune some things out of your life just for a season. It doesn't have to be forever, just for a season, right? Are you everywhere at the same time? You know what I mean? Are you doing? Are you just doing too much? It's scary to let some things go, even temporarily cutting them off. But what's zapping your energy, like what's zapping your energy, is taking away the potential for you to bl- bloom more elegantly, beautifully, and healthily. And a lot of times we want to hold on to things, 
And it's not even the best thing for us, right? So with the example of the bud, of, you know, a bud of a plant, um, my mom might cut off a bud. And to me, I'm like, what about that bud? That bud was so great. It was beautiful, right? It was wonderful. And then a month later, there's another bud there that blooms and the flowers are just like colorful and they're healthy and they're beyond anything that I could ever imagine, right? And so if I was holding on to the potential of that small bud, I would have never gotten that big bud to bloom. I would have never gotten that big that big bud <laughs> to bloom and be beautiful and to be wowed by the creations of God because I'm too busy holding on to stuff. And I feel like we do that. We hold on to things that are okay, that are like, this is comfortable. You know, it's not, it's not too, it's almost like also we're afraid to dream for more, right? We hold on to these things and we're like, you know, it's not the best thing, but it's my thing. It's okay. You know, my socks may have holes in it, but you know, they keep my toes warm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and God is like, throw away the socks, (laughs) throw away the socks, y'all. I had this, I had this, just a side note. I had this pair of boots and they had a hole in the bottom and I loved them so much. My husband had to make me throw them away. Like I would go outside and walk in puddles and my feet would get wet. And, the, and my husband's like, let go of the boots. Like just throw them away. I'm like, no, I love them. And you're holding on to these things that don't serve you right now or the, the identity that was attached to that thing that you had or, you know, because of fear that you're not going to get anything better. There's a fear that you're not going to do better. There's a fear that you're not going to accomplish more or that, you know, this is the best life that you can live right now. When really God sometimes just wants us to cut stuff off so that he can show us other opportunities. But if we're always bogged down, if we're always too busy, if we have no margin in our lives, he has no room to give us anything more because we're holding on to stuff that's tacky or worn down, or maybe it's just okay, right? Like maybe it's just okay. Maybe maybe your boots don't have holes in them. This is just, you know, an example. Maybe your boots don't have holes in them, but they kind of hurt your feet. Like they kind of hurt... And they, you know, they protect it. Your feet aren't wet, but like you didn't want to wait until you could find a size that was actually your size. So you bought the first thing you, oh, okay. It's a half size smaller than what I really need, but I'm going to buy it because I'm afraid I'm not going to find something better. Now you spent your money on shoes that don't fit. And then when you come across shoes that actually would fit, you don't even have the capacity or the money or the budget for what you really want because you were so quick to snatch up the thing because you feared scarcity. You fear that you were never going to have enough. And it's really about mindset. That is a scarcity mindset to have. And I feel like we all struggle with it on some level, especially Black women, because a lot of us come from poverty or struggle or trauma or whatever it is. And so any like okay or good thing, we're trying to hold on to it because we're afraid we'll never have better in life. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. That's not true. Even for me, the example I gave about school, how I let go of school last episode Um, I just feel better. I feel less stressed. I feel less heavy. I feel happier, lighter. I feel like I can take my time. I feel like I can actually develop ideas, right? And so even though these things haven't come to fruition, the fact that I actually have the capacity or the time for it feels good for me. So going back to this letter that I read earlier from this woman, from this amazing woman, maybe right now the capacity that you have is only for your kids and your family. Maybe that's it for right now. And that is okay. That is okay because later on, when you have the capacity for more, when you when your family is, you know, you know, not saying that your house isn't um, where it's supposed to be right now, but like, you know, when your kids are a little bit more, you know, independent or whatever it is, you have more time to dedicate to your work. Or maybe it's maybe it is literally an issue of scheduling. Maybe you just need to schedule like, hey, I need an hour every day just for myself. Maybe you do nothing in that hour. Maybe you write a whole novel within those hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, But taking time for yourself is so, so, so important too. So instead of juggling multiple things, 
and being overwhelmed, maybe it's time to prune some things in our lives so that we can have room and capacity for more and for better. Again, what do you need to let go of in this season, today, right now, in life forever? (laughs) You know, like if you want some good friends and your friends are trash, you know, they make you feel like trash, um, you're probably not going to have the capacity for even self-love because, or even the love of God, because you're around people who remind you that you're nothing, even though that's not the truth. Like we start to believe what they say about us. And so sometimes it's a matter of us making room for the best things that God has for us. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it made sense. I know that sometimes I'd be all over the place, but my hope is that you all can learn from stuff that I've done and really just, you know, go all in on the life that God has for you. Um, So yeah, so please send me an email. I'll be sure to share it. If you want me to share it, if you don't want me to share it, you can also say that. But I would love to hear from you guys. Like what things are you letting go of? And if you haven't joined the collective, please feel free to join the collective. It's free. Or I'll see you at our free event on the 20th. And until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep making, because what you create, what you make, your story, you, your kids, your family, everything you have hands in, everything you're connected to, they all matter and they all make up the beautiful person that you are. So until next episode, you guys, love you. Be kind to yourselves because you're doing the best you can. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.